1: Right, let's get this out of the way. No, Wesley Crusher will not be appearing on this list. The simple fact is this, Wesley is not the hated character that his reputation suggests. While he was definitely a shaky character in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, he's evolved now to the point where he could be very well the mascot or indeed flag bearer for the series. The fact is as well that the writing improved as the episodes went by. Now that's out of the way, I'm Sean Ferrick for Trek Culture and here are the 10 most hated Star Trek characters. 10. Michael Burnham. The first season of Star Trek Discovery was, though not always, not the finest piece of work ever committed to screen. The visuals were fabulous and it was clear that a lot of the time, effort and money had gone into designing the sets and aesthetic of the show, however, one aspect of the show suffered in the first season and that is Michael Burnham. The backstage drama of the first season spilled into the writing of this character and as such a lot of her early episodes were written poorly. The fact that a Starfleet officer commits mutiny aboard a ship resulting in her captain's death for some reason it just rings hollow. The show then proceeds to remain dark and offer Burnham very little to do beyond attempt to rectify her errors. It would take the entirety of the season for the character to truly come to life beyond guilty mutineer. This entry is focused entirely on the way the character was written though. Sonico Martin-Green does stellar work in the first season, doing her absolute best to make the audience care for Burnham. Thankfully, the second season of Star Trek Discovery saw an immediate upswing in the skill of the writers room and Burnham has now become a far more likeable character, one easier to root for. With her promotion to captain by the close of the show's more positive, if slightly inconsistent, third season, fingers are crossed for brighter things on the horizon. 9. Neelix Ethan Phillips has consistently been hailed as one of the nicest people who ever worked on the Star Trek Voyager set. A character who was a local in the Delta Quadrant was definitely needed on Voyager's arrival so the idea of a local merchant joining the ship was a perfect step. Phillips gives it all he's got and he manages to have some truly heroic and funny moments through the run of the show. However, as the year went on, his usefulness declined. So too did the writer's interest in fleshing him out. He was given more interesting stories in the first two to 2-3 years of the show but with the departure of Kess in particular there just seemed very little for him to do other than prepare the meals and try to lift people's spirits. Though he was a fairly solid background character for the show's run, Neelix potentially suffered the most from the introduction of Seven of Nine. While some main characters faded a bit with her arrival, Chakotay and Kim spring to mind, Neelix was all but relegated to the mess hall, only popping up here or there before disappearing again. A shame to see a character who could have brought so much be fobbed off, yet forced to remain as an example of better things that might have been. 8. Shinzon Back in 2002, Star Trek was about to enter its darkest period. The box office bomb that was Star Trek Nemesis, combined with the cancellation of Star Trek Enterprise, placed the franchise in a limbo bordering on death, as there was then no plans to bring it back in any way. Shinzon is perhaps too easily written off, simply as he appeared in a less than stellar film. Tom Hardy's portrayal is earnest and sincere, doing his best to face off against Patrick Stewart, even if at the time the veteran actor's screen presence far exceeded his own. However, even with the tremendous effort on Hardy's part, the writing simply wasn't strong enough to justify what was happening in the film. Added to this, the scenes of sexual assault brought his character from tragic villain to supremely unlikable, which stripped the plot of any kind of sympathy for this being. Shinzon, unfortunately, succeeded in one of his plans. For almost 18 years, he was responsible for killing the Next Generation, their stories at least. Thankfully, Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Lower Decks have been able to right some of these wrongs. 7. Dr. Pulaski Dr. Catherine Pulaski, as played by Diana Maldar, was meant to be something of a new Dr. McCoy. Coming into Star Trek The Next Generation's second season to replace outgoing Gates McFadden who had been fired by producer Morris Hurley. Mulder is a fantastic actor who brought a maturity to the role, however the writing immediately let her down by making her too much like McCoy. There was no relationship there to bounce off between her and Picard. To say she treated Data badly is underselling just how badly she treated him. The character simply never fit with the rest of the crew, despite the best efforts from She has since come out and spoken about how she didn't enjoy her time on the show, she never gelled with the rest of the cast, who were themselves still reeling from the loss of Gates and, in a way, the loss of Denise Crosby. The first two years of Star Trek The Next Generation have been detailed in the fantastic, illuminating documentary Chaos on the Bridge, a must watch for any fan of the show. 6. Reginald Barclay has had some fantastic moments throughout his run on Star Trek. His best moments come in Star Trek Voyager, with his relationship with the Voyager crew, or their holograms, being a particular highlight of his character. However, despite these stronger moments, Barclay was never truly a great character on the next generation. His first appearance brought some great comedy to the series. Seeing the main cast dressed up as swashbuckling duelists was a treat, though Barclay himself was less interesting. His next episode, The Nth Degree, was certainly a step up in terms of the writing and the acting quality, it's possibly one of his best episodes. Realm of Fear was then a step down, simply teasing out his neuroses again, this time about the transporter. While the idea to explore the nature of the transporter was a highly interesting take, seeing it from Barclay's point of view lessened the impact of this story considerably. Genesis is still responsible for some of our greatest nightmares. Dwight Schultz, much like his character, never seemed to truly fit with the Next Generation crew. Over on Voyager, both he and the character seemed to have a better time forgiving some of the past crimes made with the character. 5. Naomi Wildman To be very, very fair here, Scarlett Palmers was a very nice young lady who did her very best. Naomi Wildman was by no means a fan favourite character in Star Trek Voyager. The idea of a child on board Voyager made perfect sense, as it truly hammered home just how long the ship would take to get back to Earth. As evidence in the episode shattered, the ship could very believably be manned by the next generation of their own crew as the years went by. However, the character seemed to simply exist to deliver a few lines, help a main character realise something that they hadn't previously thought of, and then that would be it. True, the character was in one of Janeway's iconic quote moments, keep your shirt tucked in, go down with the ship never leave a man behind. But the usefulness and interest in this character waned as season 7 went on, with Icheb becoming a more engaging, younger generation character. With all due respect to the idea of Naomi Wildman, the execution of the character just did not pay off. 4. Saren This one feels almost a little strange to include, as one of the reasons he's among the most hated characters is that he did exactly what he was written to do. He killed Captain Kirk. This led bizarre as it sounds, to actor Malcolm McDowell receiving death threats from fans who clearly struggled to differentiate reality from fantasy. However, to add to this, McDowell never felt truly happy with the film. While he delivers a characteristically strong performance, he felt that the script was not up to scratch. This is something that writers Ronald D. Moore and Brandon Braga also agreed with, admitting that their previous effort, All Good Things, was the superior script. Love for Starter Generations has grown in the almost 30 years since its release. While Sauron may now be the speaker of some truly great lines, they say time is the fire in which we burn. There are still those out there who will forever resent the man who killed their childhood. You simply can't please everyone. 3. Kess Even on paper, this character doesn't and shouldn't work. A race of aliens who only live 9 years, told through the eyes of a young woman who is barely 2 years old, yet is in an adult relationship with a man 30 years her senior, not only that but Neelix and Paris fight over her affections? She is a child. Based on this character outline, Jennifer Leon had one of the hardest jobs in the entire cast of trying to sell this character as believable and one who the audience could root for. There are some great episodes, Before and After and Warlord, but unfortunately too many bad ones to properly examine. Her departure at the start of the fourth season was, in reality, a blessing. This was a true case of there simply being nowhere else for her to go. Now, although there was debate on whether it should be Kess or Harry Kim who would get the chop, in hindsight, Kess was the obvious and correct choice. Her return to the sixth season seemed to upset many fans, yet Fury is nowhere near as bad as some of her earlier episodes, allowing the character a closure that, though perhaps it didn't feel earned, was still certainly welcome and better than some others in the franchise. 2. Luaxana Troy Major Barrett has been both very lucky and very unlucky in some of the parts that she has played in Star Trek. She's voiced Star Trek's computers for the 60s, 90s and early 2000s, appearing on screen as well as Number 1, Christine Chapel, and of course, Loxana Troy. It is in the character of Loxana that she has perhaps fared least successfully, even with her time as Number 1 being so short. Loxana was meant to breathe air into the scenes and episodes she appeared in, yet from the off she was overbearing and brash, loud to the point of obnoxious and very rarely interested in the comfort of those around her. She regularly embarrassed her daughter and, though it did bring some comedy, Captain Picard as well. This is not to say that she was not involved in some wonderful episodes. Dark Page is an excellent depiction of grief told through the eyes of a grieving family and her relationship with Alexander Roshenko is simply lovely. However, Episodes like The Muse, Manhunt and Fascination did little to help endear her character to the audience, although to be fair, the scene she shares with Odo in the Turboshaft is, on its own, a beautiful moment of understanding between these two interesting characters. 1. Narissa Honestly, is there anyone who loved this character in Star Trek Picard? Now Peyton List does her best with extremely poor character writing here, attempting to tease out a kind of personality in a role that offered none, she was evil Ramadan lady, that's it, that's the character bio. What little hope there was for some kind of arc came when the audience were shown her undergo the admonition, absorbing the nightmare prophecy of the galaxy's destruction which led surprisingly to her tender scene with her aunt and then all of that is undone quickly as evil Romulan lady becomes the characterization again. It was a massive swing and a miss, a truly regrettable set of decisions that brought her to this. Her final moments, facing off against Seven, served as a bland fight with a much stronger character. Her apparent death came without any real acknowledgement or marking. As this is Star Trek, death is very rarely permanent, so it's possible that Narissa will return in the second season, if that's the case, it's with genuine hope that she will be given a stronger arc, something with an actual journey for the audience to follow. She has, or will have by then, learned that the admonition is a lot of horse manure. How would this affect her character, who based so much of her actions around it? Fingers crossed that there will be a far better character in Star Trek Picard Season 2, also named Narissa.